You're listening to the Birdie Dad podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor. This is the Birdie Dads with Trevor, Brian, and myself, Jared. In this episode, we're going to review the Mevo launch monitor. And Brian, your home course is on TV. And we also want to talk about playing bandits on a golf trip. So, Brian, Boeing Classic, what's going on up there? Yeah, the Boeing Classic has started this week. Uh, we got the uh, the old guys coming into town. Uh, some fun names, though. I was hoping John Daly would show up, but he's not on the list. He's not in the field this week, but we got um, some good ones. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Everything's kind of shut down uh, the whole week. They had a charity tournament on Monday. Um, all the stands are up around the 18th green. Uh, they've got, you know, everything kind of closed off now. So it's uh, it's pretty fun. But I'm going to head up there this week and watch some of those uh, those guys swing. It's going to be crazy to see these guys play the course that I play a lot because they're going to play it much better than I do. Dude, who do you got your money on? Is it uh, Freddie Couples? He's the hometown favorite. Yeah, he's coming back. So he's from uh, Seattle area. So we're just outside of Seattle. Um, and he plays in it every year. Uh, but I think that one of the younger guys, Ernie Els is coming. I think he has a good shot. Um, I think... Um, some of the, uh, Bernard Langer is coming. So he's mm-hmm. always a, you know, horse for the course, whatever course he plays. So we'll see. I don't know. It's going to be fun, fun to watch down uh, Sunday. They only play three days. So it's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You uh, need but, a cool sign to get on TV and get their attention. Like, all right. What some, should it be? You got ideas? Well, something like, yeah, like Freddie Couples, you should say Freddie Couples takes 18 items into the express lane. And, or how about, how about okay. er, Ernie Els can't parallel park? Just like something simple <laughs> to the point, like that. Like e- I think it should be golf non-golf cart. related. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he, Ernie Els can't parallel park. We'll get you on TV. I think right. we should do that, and yeah. you might get escorted off and membership <laughs> revoked. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, just, it's uh, it's pre- just no, to, say, just do the parallel park, and when Ernie Els' caddy comes over. Just say like, hey, it's true. Prove it. Prove it right yeah, now. Prove, <laughs> prove you. Prove you wrong. Prove Let's wrong. go. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty fun. I've been playing uh, last week leading up to it and stuff like that, and they've gotten all the stands up, so I felt like kind of a baller rolling into the 18th green uh, with the – even though there's no fans in it, there was, you know, the suites and all that kind of stuff were, were all around the 18th green, so um, it was pretty fun, so – it's in great shape. The course is good, uh, but it was warm last last week again, so we didn't quite get up to the 115 we had a month ago, but um, it was close to 100, so they were keeping us off the fairways and the carts so it would look good on TV. No no wilted grass, no um, you know dry spots, so they, uh, they have it looking good. It's going to be fun. But, yeah, you can all check it out. Uh, Golf Channel, I think, is going to be – showing around like 2 p.m. on the weekend uh pacific time um through for a couple hours at least so it's gonna be a replay it's not gonna be live but hey you get to see you see the course i play all the time it's gonna be fun awesome i think jim furick is in it also i think he's yeah he is new guys yeah he is so phil, is phil making it uh, showing <laughs> no no phil and no uh john daly those are the two that i was hoping like would show up new this year but yeah they they're not making it no dice. okay i'm very curious what they look like in person swinging at age 50 
I, I'm very seriously interested in if you go watch them and see what the senior tour is like. Yeah, I mean, standing behind. So I went to the U.S. Open when I was at Chambers Bay and watching Justin Rose, Jason Day, and um, you know even Tiger Woods tee off. Um, they were. I mean, the ball never comes down. Like, it just keeps flying off the tee, right? And I'm sure, like, Freddie Couples was like that when he was on the PGA Tour. It's a little bit different. I think he plays the course a little bit different uh, these days. Um, but they're scrambling. I was watching some replays of pass bowling classics just to get pre- prepped for these guys, and, and it's incredible to see what they can do into the green. Like, that's that's where they they score very well still. So even though I don't get the distance off the tee. Do you guys ever stop like Trevor, do you ever stop and wonder how we're going to have to change our play to play like a senior style? Mm -hmm. I'm already starting to play like that joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm laying up on par threes to to get to my spot where I can chip. So no, uh, yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, you know, it, it may not happen overnight, but it may be something where you realize two years later, like, man, I'm, I'm like 50 yards short of where I want to be if you're playing the same courses over again. So hold on guys, before we go any further, Trevor, tell us the score that you sent us a picture of your scorecard of this last week. Yeah. Your most, what, what was that round. score? What was that? <laughs> uh, that was a 72, the magical oh, 72. 72. 72. Hard to scratch that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite the uh, feat. Actually, it came on a member-member final day. We were a couple of strokes back, and it was best ball. And uh, my partner and I took down the uh, best net net score for the two-day uh, tournament and got the uh, the championship, the net championship, the asterisk championship, if you will. So you go from shooting, you shoot a career low, low, and you guys take oh, the whole thing and the crystal, yeah crystal and some money so yeah it's quite a time to play your best game ever right i mean yeah sounds like you're on the champions tour right now yeah we'll see you know if i can uh, get to 50 and still shoot that that would be awesome but <laughs> what was the, happen. what happened how, how did you get because not long ago you were saying i need to hit 70s this season and now mm-hmm. you hit a 72 what was like the biggest thing I, I tried to reflect on that, Jared. I think, you know, mostly I, when I, I got those new irons this year, I I don't know if some of our listeners remember, but I was playing the same irons for 15 years. And finally, Father's Day, my my father-in-law and my wife got me a new set of irons, or tailor-mades, basically. And uh, at first, I wasn't I, I hit them well, like you always do when you demo them. And then the first week or two, they didn't feel right, and I was about ready to break them and give them back. And then mm-hmm. now it's like I think the misses are so much easier to scramble from. And, you know, like I've said a couple episodes ago, I've been just playing with my kids and just hitting a lot of 60 degree wedges from wherever they're at. So my hundred yard in that day was pretty on point. I mean, I was, I was always on the green. I always had a look at birdie, you know, and it was, and they were just falling in. The putts were just, it was that kind of day where the, 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 the hole looked literally like a, a basketball size hoop. It was just like, everything was going in. It's crazy. You, you don't brag a lot ever and especially on the course where you just kind of doing the old like i don't know what's happening here and guys are looking at you like what is up man yeah my playing partner who i play with a lot it's like man he knew what was happening he doesn't like to call it out 
but he was like, yeah, you're, you're doing okay. You know, keep it up. But the guys we were playing with, they were actually ahead of us to start the day. And, uh, they, well, we'd started out bogey and they started out birdie. And so I thought it was gonna be a long day. And then the next four holes, I was, I was a birdie, birdie, par birdie. And they went like bogey or something, bogey, par, bogey, par. And so we, all of a sudden we were up and, uh, they were like, man, you're, you're on fire. They kept trying to get in my head. I could tell it. I was like, yeah, no, this is, you know, this is good for me. This is better than ever. And then finally at the end of the round, I was like, okay, that was a career day guys. You know, I know you probably don't <laughs> believe me. Everybody always says that, but my best round was 75 on this, these tees. And I just shot a 72. They're like, yeah, man, you deserve it. Good job. Well played, but I didn't in a it. tournament, in a tournament yeah. setting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Impressive. So we've asked this question. You guys have asked this before. Do you, now that you did that, do you like to play from behind and make that comeback run? Or would you have rather been in, in the lead on that last day? I, I've said this before when you asked that question. I, I think playing from behind gives you a little more focus. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but if you're just out there playing, like with a group of guys, it doesn't, you don't really score as well as if, and unless you have skin in the game. So it always feels a little better to have at least a dollar on a hole or something, you know, for me. So, hmm. Having something to achieve and kind of come back from seems like I focus a little more. So I would take I would take the latter or coming back from behind. How about you? Yeah, uh, you like to focus. I need the looseness. So I, I like come from behind. Same answer, but just different reason. So just because if you come from behind, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> so right. there's there's less pressure for me. But that's just, yeah. yeah, yeah. How about you, Jared? What's your I've always said, I mean, I always liked Tiger, so I like Tiger taking the lead, but I don't think I perform well that way. Like, I, I don't think I'm, <laughs> I don't think I'm a pull position guy. I like what you guys are saying, a little more loose and flex, but mm-hmm. I always loved what Tiger could do. He got out in front and you could never catch him. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly fun. I, I just always think about if I ever have a lead, um, it's, it's always my grip starts tightening up. <laughs> and I started shanking him. Yeah. In fact, yep. in fact, the story, I'll, I won't bore you with any more details other than this one. The last hole, I was even par going to the last hole. It was a par five. And I was like, I know I have to par this. You know, it's a standard thing. Like, I know I have to par this to get 72, par five. So I hit a great drive. I had about 205 yards to the, the hole. So I hit a four iron and I cold shank it right, almost out of bounds behind a tree, like a mm. hundred, hundred yards. Um, and I can't hit any, I can't advance the ball anywhere from where it is. So I come back 45 back to the fairway and have about like a 140 yard shot approach. And I, I knew I needed to get up and down for my par. And I stuck it within like four feet yeah, and, buddy. And, wow. knocked a, and knocked the putt in. And I, I honestly, I was like, there's no chance I'm making this putt. Like I'm walking up there. Like <laughs> all I could think about it's like I'm missing this putt. I'm missing this putt, and I took my time, and it it went in, and I was like, ah. And these and these guys I was playing with were like, you know, you have to make this for 72, right? <laughs> so oh. It was tougher, but no, I, uh, it was one of those days where you can't miss, and I'm thankful for it. It won't happen anytime soon, I'm sure, but it was fun. Nice. Well, good work. Have you guys been watching the PGA Tour at all? The last two events nah. come down to playoffs. I have. I know there's been like big fields of playoffs, like eight guys or something like that this last tournament there was a six man playoff potentially seven but i think the um the last guy bogeyed 18 i can't remember who it was but they bogeyed 18 to miss the playoff and so 
um, six guys. It was almost like a horse race <laughs> going down to the wow. end. I know. It's crazy. But yeah. Uh, no, it? what I said before is I've been in dad purgatory. Like I am dealing with, as we talked about, toddler problems and mm. an infant coming soon. And my life is just, just no, no amount of golf is making it to my world right now. <laughs> like, when's the last time you picked up a golf club, Jared? Uh, it's been about 10 days and it feels like 60. Uh-huh. I mean, it feels okay. like forever. Is there a light at the end of the tunnel here, or are you... I don't think so. I think I am going into the deep depths of what's what's not good. Um, and I'm so thankful that I built out at least a little bit of a mini home simulator in my garage, because that's going to be my only sanctuary here soon. So, I yeah. mean, like Brian, you talked about, we're, we're recording late tonight, and I'm working on a White Claw, because that's the dad I am. <laughs> And my three-year-old, because my now three-year-old. it makes you sleep better. <laughs> yeah, is still kicking the wall. And I can hear two doors down singing and kicking the wall. I have no idea what's going on. But you yep. said you were having the same issue. And so I'm, golf is just not happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm right there with you, Jared. I have a three-year-old who's still awake. Um, hopefully, he doesn't come in and interrupt us. But... The five-year-old's asleep soundly, so I think it's it's a timing thing of of the age. So, um, good luck, man. Like I, yeah. I've been reading books, Jared, and the only advice I can give is every kid is different. I have no advice. That's Sorry, man. Perfect advice. <laughs> yeah, that is perfect. So let's. Say, what's up, traffic? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was Tell just us your say, advice. I, my, I, I'm like Brian. Every kid's different, but I just remember dark days. And I, I can't give you anything positive right now, but I remember you're going, <laughs> so oh, going into a dark, dark space. It is so a dark, dark tunnel right now. And there's Good no luck. getting out anytime soon. Yeah. So let's talk, and maybe this will give me something to do. Brian, you and the Mevo, you have the Mevo. You're mm-hmm. our like ace reviewer here. So tell us about mm-hmm. it. You've used it for a while now. We did a little preview a few weeks back, but now that you've had a good chance, tell us more about that launch monitor. I love it. It's it's great. The app, um, you know, is is good. It, it tracks everything. It's a great training tool. Um, there's some there's some. Doubt. I'll, I'll start with the negatives first, and then we'll end with the positives. So negative is um, when I'm using it indoors with my net, so in my garage. Um, I think it's because there's a little bit of a slope in the garage floor, and I just can't get around that. And that's just how it's going to be. But it doesn't always pick up all the shots that I have. And it's not about, you know, the little dot that you put on the golf ball, um, to catch the spin rate. It's just, it just doesn't pick it up for one reason or another. Um, there's extra stuff going on. Like it's pretty sensitive device. Like it's sensitive and sophisticated at the same time with the way that it tracks the ball. So any interference, whether it be a, um, you know, a fan in the background, or even they say in their little manual fluorescent lights, um, if there's that kind of noise and all that kind of stuff, it can kind of interfere with the tracking of the ball. So I'll swing. And if I'm swinging with, you know, something like, a you know, a wedge or something like that, where it's, um, it goes a little bit higher or just not tracking it's I'll swing 10 swings and I'll get eight of them tracked. So, um, that's, that's kind of the negative of the whole thing. If I take it to the range, and stick it behind me and it's outdoors, it's flawless. 
Like it is amazing. It picks up everything and all that kind of stuff. I can set my phone behind me and it'll track um, three seconds before and three seconds after I actually impact the ball. So it gets your swing um, and you can go back and it'll store all of those, those videos and things like that. Um, it tracks, like I talked about before, um, spin rate, uh, carry distance, launch angle, smash factor, all this stuff that you can get to improve um, your game um, and get accurate distances with your clubs. And so um, I think um, the downside is minimized because, all right, so I have to take <laughs> 10 more swings uh, to get an accurate measure of, of my club. Um, but um, I know now that my um, 56 degree wedge is going to carry um, a full swing um, it'll probably carry, you know, 65 yards, right? So if I need to go over a bunker, um, and, and get that, um, you know, nice spin off the green, then I know that that's the club I'm going to pull. Um, so it's, um, it's been amazing for that. So, so I know my club's a lot better because of the Mevo. Um, I've been able to train the garage and actually get distances, um, even though it's not hundred percent. 80% distances is good for me. So, um, it's been really good. I, I don't know if I've necessarily changed my game or changed my swing. I just know that when I take it to the course, I have a confidence in this club's going to go this far, or, you know, if I need to carry the water, I need to club up one or two, right? Because the carry distance is going to be X, Y, Z. So, and it's pretty true. Uh, Brian, how's the, uh, battery life? I mean, if you're out on the range, I mean, is it something you can keep in your bag and go to a couple range sessions without having to charge it? Or is it something you have to do to kind of charge? Yeah, I've, I've left it in my bag, um, for about three weeks. I've, um, used it probably 10 times. Um, and then I have to charge it. So that, that's, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good, yeah. Battery life on that thing. Um, and the phone connection is, is awesome. Um, like I said before, I, you know, we can be your AV consultants. I can tell you how to do it, but, um, I hooked it up, um, wirelessly to, uh, a TV in my garage. And so I can actually, um, set my phone behind me, set my phone screen down. It'll show on my uh, TV screen in my garage, swing away, and it'll immediately give me that feedback up on the TV screen without having to look down at the phone and all that kind of stuff. So, um, it's an awesome setup. Um, you know, I've got the, not, not the big daddy Mevo plus, but just, just the Mevo, um, flight scope. And, um, it's a great budget option if you want to kind of get some winter practice indoors and things like that and, and know what you're doing. And that retails for 500 or 499. Let me, let me, nah, that dollar is important, Jared. Yes. Yes. It is 499 retail. Yeah. So that is a little steep to add to your garage collection, but I could see the benefits for sure. If you're yeah. a guy that you really want to work on that. Yeah. So I think I gave a review and how it worked and all that kind of stuff when I first got it. Um, now that I've been using it for a little bit, um, I still support it. I still think it's a great device uh, to have, um, but it's not quite the simulator. So if, if, if you want a simulator and you really want to go nuts, Jared, in your garage and, and, break away when you can, <laughs> I would, I would, uh, go up to what, what Trevor has. Um, I, I don't know what you have. I don't think it's a track man, but it's, um, sky, it's a sky track. It's a, the, the sky track. 
There it's you cheaper, go. It's a much cheaper version of a TrackMan, but I don't think it's as accurate, but it still gets the job done. Yeah, or Jared, the uh, Mevo has one that's uh, the Mevo Plus, and and that's about two thousand twenty five hundred bucks, I think is what it is. So, um, if, if you want some true like game style, hitting at a target type of stuff, then I would go with that. But um, does it bother do. you that the main guy on there is Bryson DeChambeau? <laughs> no, because they have Bubba Watson also. They do have Bubba. <laughs> so there you go. It's, when it's, you Google it, it's like a Bryson circa 2015 too. It, it's like pre-COVID Bryson. Yes. Down. Yes. Yes. Now he's 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 a big. Um, I don't. I'm not gonna call call him a big advocate of it because he gets paid to do it. But um, yeah, he's he's the science guy. So he's uh. He's he's one of their guys, but Bubba gives a little more credibility in my book. Yeah, Bubba uses it too. So yeah. Uh, then I wanted to ask you guys off the Mevo: Can we plan a Bandon Dunes trip soon, please? Like a Birdie Dad's Bandon Dunes. I mean, you guys are the Bandon Dunes experts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always a yes. You know, <laughs> always a yes. Always a yes. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of timing of year and when uh, baby number two comes for you, Jared. So, oh God, I yep. just, well, that, that's like huge. And I'm hopeful because you always talk about summer's not the time to go. If you listen to us, it's summer's over anyways. You guys prefer late winter in Bandon, right? Yeah, I've gone mostly, I've gone October, which has been good, but uh, price-wise, it's still not as expensive as the June, July, but uh, October's decent, and then you get the January, February kind of best rates, but also you get some pretty nice pockets of weather if you're kind of expecting it to be some elements. Uh, it's you'll, you'll get some pockets in there that are 60s sometimes with no yeah. wind, which is crazy. And the January, yeah. February, and Oregon coast, yeah. I typically go in February and you pack for um, a ski trip, and um, you just bring a lot of layers, um, and usually end up with a day that's you're shedding all those layers and you're wearing a t-shirt, which is, uh, which is awesome. But, and um, where there, you could rent houses. I've looked this up, but you guys have kind of corrected me. Where do you guys stay? I, you, I think you got to stay on property for the experience, especially your first time. I mean, get the lay of the land, stay on property. You know, they, they have some package deals in the winter time and the shoulder times that can get you one of the better deals for golf resort. I think out there, uh, for the caliber of golf you get, and uh, just being able to be out there and be, take a shuttle, you know, to go to the range to practice or go to McKee's pub, you know, you're, you're right there. I, I think you got to mm-hmm. pay the money, Jared. I'm sorry to tell you this, but there's no Motel 6, you know, 20, yeah. 20 miles out that you're staying I'm at. Writing you know, that down. It's not worth pay it. Pay the money. <laughs> pay the money if you're going to go, especially your first time. Yeah. Pay the I, money. I would agree. And I've stayed in the townhouses that are um, – you know, a little bit off the main lodge. I've stayed in the main lodge. I haven't stayed in, um, some of the, um, I don't know. There's some suites over like right off of the 18 green on Bandon and stuff like that. Um, but, um, I would say that any of those are awesome. It depends on the group you're with. I think the townhouses, you can kind of get a bigger group into. Um, and so it's a little bit easier. Um, but the main lodge, if, if you have, uh, four guys going, um, it's perfect because you can get a room that can sleep four people, um, in their own beds. Um, and then you're right there. So you can go down to, uh, the bunker bar, um, late at night and stumble home. 
uh, wake up, go get breakfast, and then uh, you're ready to go because um, because the, the golf course is right there. Yeah, what is the after hours, Bandon? Like, what do you do after? I've never been. I mean, I'm like the one guy who's never been. What do you do after the rounds? So, as Brian and I'll I'll detail all this in a little um, a little write up for everybody to kind of reference. And a nice guide. I think we have a nice guide we're putting nice together guide, one of these days. A nice yeah. guide, if you will. Um, yeah. yeah. So as Brian mentioned downstairs, the main lodge there's a bunker bar, and uh, they have plenty of games of chance and and uh, and uh, competition down there with the pool. They got a mini bar. A- They've got uh, aka aka poker. 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 Yeah. It's a g- game of chance. Game poker. of chance. Yeah. And then <laughs> dice too. They have dice down there with darts and it's actually a cigar bar, um, which mm-hmm. how they're able to get an exemption from smoking indoors down there. I do not know, but I know it's one of few space places in Oregon where it can happen. And so there is a few bit of cigar smoke down there, if you don't mind that. But um, that's one of the spots to start off with next door. Um, there's kind of a courtyard with a little fireplace. And then there's a McKee's pub. Mm-hmm. which is also a spot to end up. They usually close it down though, at like 11 or so. So if you're looking to stay up later than that, which I know us dads, we were ready for bed by then, but <laughs> yeah. the, the younger crowds, you know, they're, uh, they're ready to roll. Most of that is going kind of in room entertainment. Um, you know, give me, give me the breakdown dudes to the ladies at the bunker bar. Is it like, uh, I can not- tell you exactly. <laughs> Occupancy is about 50. So it's 50 to zero. 50 to zero. Yeah. There is yeah. no bartender yeah. named Sandy in yeah. there. No. Well, there might be a bartender. Bar- bartenders, yeah. One maybe. bartender. Maybe. Yeah. One. Yeah. yeah. But she makes but, incredible tips. But guess, guess <laughs> it's it's 100% to 99%. Like there might be one, two um, women that come out and play. Um, and But they're just not, there's there's not a lot. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about the the uh, the bunker bar though. <laughs> it's just. I think, it, yeah. If any wife is listening to this, she's like bachelor party. I'm sending my bachelor to Bandon Dunes. Like he's going there because what what is going to happen with 99 percent? He's going to have yeah. a few drinks with a bunch of dudes, basically <laughs> with a bunch of dudes. And then yeah, I mean, Jared. Basically, what happens? So there's no golf carts. Uh, abandoned it's it's walking only and you're usually trying to get some good value like you want right and so you're going to be playing 36 holes in a day to try to get that value because the replay rate is 50 60 bucks and you can play any course you don't have to play the same one you just played you can play any course on a replay rate so the the best way to maximize your dollar is to go down there and play 36 um not every day but as many days as you can but you're walking those courses and it's about seven mile walk per course. So at the end of the day, you've walked 14 miles. You get a lot of guys that are not walking. They're not preparing for a 14 mile walk in a day and they're playing golf. They're doing, you know, everything they do. So they get to that, that, you know, that dinner afterwards, they've showered, um, they're going to dinner. Um, they can usually withstand probably about four drinks max at that point, And then they're passing out. That's it. Because, nice lights <laughs> out. Yeah. You're done. You're lights done. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So there's lights not out. much, there's not much nightlife in Bandon. So. Yeah. I, I'm thinking I think, like there's a 24 hour marshal who's like a camp counselor and he's like, lights out boys. <laughs> you got a 9am right. tea time. <laughs> That's right. 
Uh, and Brian mentioned, you know, those guys that shower before they go to dinner. A lot of guys shower and don't make it to dinner. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. They are, yeah. You know, in bed. <laughs> Never heard from again. They Never. look fresh the next morning, but, you know, it goes in cycles. And the guys that did stay right. out, they're taking a shower the next night and they're not coming out. So, you know, you got to, you kind of, kind of pick your nights to go for it and, uh, you know, enjoy yourself out there. Well, when I make it out of the end of the tunnel, the dad purgatory tunnel I'm in, that is what I want to circle to make it to. It's like, yeah. And, and I'm right there. I'm right there with you. I just got an email. Um, they just changed out one of their restaurants, uh, their main restaurant in the main lodge. Uh, the gallery is now um, a steakhouse. Um, so yeah, I'm ready to go back. And they got a sheep ranch uh, course that I haven't played yet uh, that, that I want to go check out. Um, and they've got what now with, with, with the sheep ranch? Is it, is it six 18 old courses? So yeah, um, let's do this. It's, it's five, right? Sorry, you five. Got the preserve. You got the preserve. There you go. But they actually are in the works. I've heard in the next year or two, trying to do a um, a sixth, eighteenth hole course, eighteen hole course, um, and it would be south towards the town of Bandon. They have some land out mm. there, so it'd be a bigger shuttle. But um, they are expanding. They're popular for a reason, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's something worth trying. And Jared, I want I'm going to write this guide up and you send it out to folks. But I want you to study that while you're in the hospital. Um, with your with your second newborn child coming, I want you to study it hard because when you ever you get a free it. moment, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to band. We're gonna do it. We're gonna send it out there. The Birdie Dad's Band and Dune Strip. Yep, I love it. All right, well we'll put the guide out. We'll get it to you guys. Go to the website. Uh, it'll be ready soon. Email me if you want the Mevo or you want the guide. Uh, just check the show notes for our email. And with that, maybe I'll get out on the course. I know you guys will, and we'll hear about it next week. See ya.